Awesome. Good, good, good. Hey, I want y'all to cue up that choir song again. Can y'all cue that choir song up for me? Is that, is that too hard to do? Are y'all freaking out right now? <laughs> if y'all just cue that choir song up, I want to show y'all, I want to show you guys something about that choir song. I want to show you how you can use that to enhance your marriage. <laughs> All right, y'all ready? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's just how I am, man. It's just how I am. When that started playing, I was like, awesome, they're going to sing a Barry White song. That is, is that the coolest choir in Goldsboro, Wayne County, Princeton, or what? <laughs> I want to tell you guys about a... Um, Big event coming up this Saturday night at Johnston Community College, I'm sorry, Auditorium, Group 1 Crew Out of Space Love Tour, Sean Locke, Rapture Ruckus, Rachel Lampa, these people rock it. I'm telling you, you need to go see this. Project Reclaim Ministries, let's give it up for Lee Williams and Project Reclaim Ministries. I'll tell you who Lee is. Lee is that little tiny thing that dances up here. You remember when the guy came and sang, and then she did an interpretive dance for the song? Y'all remember that? That's Lee Williams. She is an awesome woman of God, and God has called her to reclaim the arts for the church. The House of God, and this is a, a major event she's having this coming Saturday. Guys, we need to support this, and uh, you can go online at uh, jccperformingarts.com and get your tickets, or you can uh, call the office. This is a, a poster. We'll have it up. Most of you got an email about this this week. You know what? If we want these th kind of things in our community, we got to support them. We've got to support them. It's just like the movies. If you want good movies, you got to support good movies. How many of you guys been to see Courageous? All right, you got to go see that. Don't gripe about all the terrible bad movies if we're not going to support the good ones. And the people said, Amen. I'm preaching up in here today. I'm telling you. Let's see, what else is going on? What else is going on? We got a golf tournament on Friday for missions. And uh, that's awesome. I've been hearing so much good stuff about the prison ministry yesterday and how thankful. <laughs> The guys were. And then some of our leadership team went to a leadership conference this week in downtown Falcon, North Carolina. And we heard Dr. Samuel Chan, who wrote the book, Cracking Your Church's Culture Code. Our staff just, well, a matter of fact, we're in the middle of reading that book together right now as a staff. I would recommend you read that book, Dr. Samuel Chan, um, Cracking Your Church's Culture Code. And uh, we got to hear him live and in person. And so, uh, just an awesome, awesome weekend. God's doing great stuff. And we got big plans today, don't we? And if I don't stop talking, we're not going to get out there to do them because so, we're breaking ground on a new worship center today. We're breaking ground on a new worship center today. 
So it's a historical service uh, here at our church today, and we got some very special things planned. But before we do that, let me just make a, a couple of comments, and then we're going to uh, have some special visitors come in, and we just got a lot of cool stuff that's going to happen today. There's no greater cause in the universe than to live your life for the purposes of God. Now, you've all got jobs and your parents and you've got stuff you do in your regular life, but I want you to remember something. The reason you were put on this earth was to live your life for the purposes of God. And, and you say, well, I hadn't decided to do that yet. Well, how's that working out for you? Not too good. So turn to him today. Come to him today. Start living your life beginning today for the purposes of God. We're inviting you to invest today. We're inviting you to take a faith step today. We're inviting you to give and be a part of the greatest cause in the world, more significant than anything else in the world, and that is the spreading of the gospel of Jesus Christ from this church to the community around us, to the nation we live in, and around the world. And Whitley Church is impacting the world. We learned a couple of weeks ago that we have over 35 ministries that minister in our community, in America, and around the world. Can we just praise God that we are having a global impact? from this church. I think that's pretty cool for a church that's located between a turkey house and a hog house in downtown Whitley, North Carolina. That's pretty cool. And we uh, have been looking in this sermon series and we just feel like God has spoken to us through the Giving Life series that, that life is a test. And God says, I'm, I'm giving you some stuff. I'm putting some stuff in your hand and then I'm going to step back and watch what you do with the stuff I put in your hand. The extent of your reward in heaven, ladies and gentlemen, is directly tied to what you do with what God's put in your hands, what you do with it. And um, a lot of times we think, when we think of our possessions, we think of them in the light of temporary, but we need to think of them in the light of eternity. And when you think of all that God's put in your life in the light of eternity, you realize that there's no need for you to spend everything on yourself. But we need to give, and as we give, God pours into our life. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 9 and 10. Watch this verse. God gives seed to the farmer so he can cook that seed for one meal, and then his family will die because that is the only food he has. No, God gives seed to the farmer so he will do what with it? So he'll plant it. He's, he'll also give you seed, talking to us now, and multiply what you what? generously plant. God will do what to it? Multiply what you generously hoard. No, plant. In your lives, he will increase the things you do that have his approval. Amen. We make a life by uh, what we give. A lot of people uh, uh, make a living by what they get. They say, that's how I make a living, by what I get. But you make a life by what you give. People are not remembered for the things they receive. People are remembered for the things they give away. Do y'all remember the prayer of Jabez? You remember that prayer? Let's go back and look at that today in Chronicles. In Chronicles. In chron there you go. In Chronicles. There was a man named Jabez who was more distinguished than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. 
He was the one who prayed, and I want you to look at this prayer. He prayed to the God of Israel and said this to God, Oh, that you would bless me. Did you know you can ask God to bless you? You can ask God to bless you. Say, isn't that selfish? No. No. Hey, he's the only blesser around. You better hope he blesses you. Amen. He says, Oh, that you would bless me. And what? Extend my lands. Please be with me. Anybody need the Lord to be with you? Please be with me in how much? All that I do and keep me from all and that's a pretty good prayer right there, isn't it? I love the last part. It says God granted him his request. Amen, amen. I receive that. I receive that. Money is given to us as a tool to do good. Money is given to us as a tool to do good. I love a little story I got this week from a young lady on Facebook. She said, Pastor, I went to Bojangles. I said, amen. They're following my leadership. She said, I went to Bojangles, Pastor. She said, I, I, I paid for the car behind me and gave the, the lady one of the, our little just because cards. And she said, oh, that's cool. I get these all the time. Can you give yourself a big hand? You, amen. She said, I get these little cards all the time. You guys are doing it. You're doing it. You are giving life. You say, well, that's not really giving. Sure it is. Sure it is, you're blessing them, and then they look on that card, and it's a church. I mean, most churches are not giving something. Most churches are what? Asking for stuff. But when you bless them and you don't even know who they are, God's going to bless that. So what we want you to do today is we want you to make a seed gift, a seed offering, a now gift to the Giving Life Fund. And the Giving Life Fund is all about missions. It's all about supporting our missionaries. It's about supporting families like Pastor Andy described up here today who have no food. So we help the needy out of the Giving Life Fund. And then to build our new worship center. So as you give in the seed offering, the now offering today, as you plant that seed today, and then also on your envelope, you've got a place on there to write what you're pledging to give over the next three years. And let me just remind you about that. We have no problem with you scratching out the amount you've already written down and making a bigger amount there. We have no problem with that. We also have no problem with you just tossing that envelope and getting another one, doing the whole thing over again. I'm telling you guys, here's what you're saying. Remember what you're saying. You're not saying, I know I'm going to make this much, so this is what I know I can give. It's a faith promise. You're saying, God... You've put this number in my heart. I don't know how in the world I'm going to give this, but over the next three years, if you'll bless me, if you'll pour into my life, if you'll reveal yourself to me in that way, God, I promise you I will fulfill this pledge. Now, part of our, our deal in that is that we're willing to give up some things and sacrifice some things and, and say, I, I can do without some of the, some of the really special things that, uh, 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 or maybe they're really not so special, just, just things we don't really have to have that we can do without that just to bless the purposes of God. And the people said, amen. So that's what we're asking for today. And we just pray. You say, well, look, the economy's bad. The economy's bad. I tell you what, pastor, when the economy gets better, then I'll do it. Well, let's look at what the Bible says about that. Uh, Ecclesiastes 11.4, if you wait for the perfect conditions, what? You'll never get anything done. It's never going to be perfect because if the economy's good, you know what we're going to say then? Well, while the economy's good, I've got to save up. And then the economy's bad. The economy's bad. I can't do it. 
See, it's all, it's just the end around. It's trying to make an excuse. Let's step up. Because see, the place that pays you, they're not your, they're not the ones who support you. The people who sign your check, they're not the ones who take care of you. He takes care of you. Now, he may do it through them and some other ways, but, but he's your source. He's the one who feeds you. He's the one who clothes you. You say, well, the economy's bad. Let me tell you something. God can get money anytime he wants it and put it anywhere he wants to put it. Don't you worry about Wall Street and all that stuff. God, God says, I can pick a bank up and sit it over here, reach in there and get all that money, put it in my pocket, and put the bank right back down there. God owns it. God owns it. And so we're just asking you guys to be radically generous today because we want to be the most Christ-like church we can be. Look at 2 Corinthians 8 and 5. It says, first, they gave themselves unreservedly to God. Not their money, but they gave themselves. See, God wants you. God wants you. You say, well, why aren't we talking about money today? Because he said where your money is, that's where you are. <laughs> that's what he was saying. People say, well, I can tell you what my priorities are, and they'll give you this list of fantastic priorities. Here's what shows their priorities, their calendar and their checkbook. You can say what your priorities are all day long, but what reveals your priorities are your calendar and your checkbook. That reveals your true priorities. So first he wants you. He says they gave themselves to God. Then the other giving simply flowed out of the purposes of God working in their life. So you give yourself to God first, and then your other giving flows out of that. One writer said, he said, when a person starts living for the purposes of God, then that person will start giving to the purposes of God. Let me give you one more scripture, and this is 1 Chronicles 29, 9 through 14, and this is David, and, and they were building the temple in the Old Testament, and this is some very powerful uh, verses, so let's just walk through this. The people were overjoyed that the leaders gave so generously. The leaders, I want you to know that your leadership team here at Willie Church has already given and pledged almost $300,000. Can we give it up for our leaders to show the way and lead the way? So the people were overjoyed that the leaders gave so generously and how? Wholeheartedly. Now, if you want to do a word study out of the Bible, you ought to do a word study of the word wholeheartedly. That's a powerful word. The, the leaders gave generously and wholeheartedly to the Lord. King David was also overjoyed and he praised the Lord while the whole assembly watched. David said, now look at David's prayer. Look at what David says to God. He says, God, may you be praised, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Next slide. Greatness and power and splendor and glory and majesty are yours, Lord, because what? How much? Everything in heaven and where? On earth is how much? So see, it doesn't matter who's got what, and they say, oh, I own this, I own this, I own this. Listen, listen. Nobody owns anything. He owns everything. It's right there in the Bible. He says, Lord, the kingdom is yours, Lord, and you are honored as head of how many things? Riches and honor are in front of you. You, God, rule everything. You hold power and strength in your hands. Next slide. 
and you can make anyone great and strong. Look at this. Look at this next part. This is what Whitley Church is saying today. Our God, we thank you and praise your wonderful name. But God, who am I and who are my people? This is David talking. That you enable us to give. Everybody say, you enable us to give. You enable us to give. How? So how? Generously, not tightwadly. Not tightwadly, but how? Generously. You say tightwadly isn't a word. It is if you're up here and you're the pastor. All right? Enable us to give so generously. Look at this next sentence, boys and girls. Everybody say it with me. Everything comes from you. Let's read the rest of it together. We give you only what has come from your hands. All right, let's pray. Everybody stand. Let's pray. You have on your worship card, guys, give them a little more house lights because they might need to use their worship card. But you were given a worship card when you walked in. The giving life, that prayer is on there. You might not be able to see this prayer because it is mighty tiny. Up here on the screen, if the guy will go to it, wonderful. All right, and we're going to pray this together. And uh, if you guys will, will just, uh, if you, some of you may need your card. Some of you may need your binoculars. Some of you may need whatever. But we're going to pray this prayer together as a church. This is a prayer that God gave me and, and that I wrote and, and that I wanted our church to pray together today. So let's pray this together out loud. Dear God, our Father, the one who supplies all our needs, the one who gives to us generous far beyond our needs, our family is about to make a big step and we need your direction and help. Please erase our doubt and give us strong faith through this challenge. We pray that you will draw us nearer to you and help us to grow spiritually. You have always provided for our family and we are fully aware that if not for you, we would have nothing to give. It is our desire to give with joy, so we are standing on the promises you have laid out in your word. Help us to have faith that you will take care of us as we give sacrificially to your purposes in our church. We are thankful for our church, and we ask you, Lord, to help us reach our goal to give life by giving Christ to the community and world around us. For the glory of Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen, amen, amen. All right, you may be seated. We're going to run a video clip. We've already seen it a time or two. We're going to look at it one more time, and uh, then we're going to have some visitors come in here and visit with us, okay? Okay. 